It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. The former mayor of New York, uh, attorney for the president, uh, and uh, the host of Uncovering the Truth at Rudy Giuliani CS for common sense, something we sorely need in this society. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, whose son was also on the debate stage uh, last night in New York. So while that wasn't our plan, Rudy, uh, we're here to talk <laughs> about the D.C. bar and the ethics charges against you. Sure. Uh, but first, uh, four men on the stage last night, Andrew, your son being one of them in the gubernatorial debate in New York. Uh, just uh, your reaction, what you saw, what you uh, what you thought of it. I thought Andrew, I thought Andrew did a, a, an excellent job. He was the only one to stay out of the kind of bickering that started between particularly uh, uh, Zeldin and, and Mr. Wilson. They had all kinds of counter, counter charges of who's the bigger rhino or who's not a rhino. And, uh, but Andrew stuck with uh, issues, and they tried to trick question on him. Uh, Marsha Kramer said basically – how do you amend the Constitution? You know, how, how, how are you going to amend the Constitution so you can recall the DA? Because they're all in favor of removing Alvin Bragg. And, and New York State Constitution has a special feature to it. It has to pass the legislature twice. So she was hoping that he wouldn't know that. <laughs> and it's a very funny thing, but whenever you're a first-time candidate, they do that to you. Chris Matthews did that to me when I was running for president by asking me if I knew the difference between the Shiites and the Sunnis. And I said to him, would you like the historical difference or the current difference? So then he gave up. Right? Well, it's part, part of how the game's played, as they say. You certainly yeah, have oh, engaged have in many for, debates. But when, yeah. when you get it right, it matters. Uh, and Andrew will oh, be yeah. joining me. I know we have him on in the next few days. As you know, Rudy, I try to get as many candidates on and candidates in races. So, you know, we give them all a chance to uh, to make their points, as you do on your show as well. You discuss the issues on, on covering the truth. Uh, let's let's go to the issue at hand and why we're here originally. The ethics charges uh, now being filed against you. You're a member of the bar in D.C., and uh, they are going after you. What's going on here? And you have you responded? Yeah, we have. The, the charges involve the case in Pennsylvania, which is actually the only case that I argued. And uh, it was a case in which we wanted a hearing from the judge because we had well, we proposed 20 witnesses. We have 300, 320 witnesses, but we have we proposed 20 witnesses because we wanted to show him that there was um, voter fraud, substantial voter fraud, in uh, in Philadelphia, and the judge uh, refused to give us a hearing. Uh, we argued the case for a couple of hours. The judge was very cordial. He's very nice, uh, but then he issued a very surprising decision particularly in light of the fact that I thought we would at least get to the stage of the witnesses being pre presented so the American people could see that there was, there was truth to this, that this was not made up by the president or his lawyers or it came from 
from their true uh, observations of uh, of American citizens. Uh, but the judge wouldn't let us do that. Uh, he wouldn't let us present the witnesses. And if we had, we, we certainly would have had no problem showing that everything I alleged is supported by other people. So the case, we lost the case. And I thought unfairly, but we did. Uh, none of the lawyers in the case made any complaint about my conduct, nor did the judge. And then a few weeks later, a letter goes to the D.C. bar from a very political person making all kinds of allegations that I was lying about this. And the D.C. bar opens an investigation. And uh, I present to them, I think, about 300 affidavits supporting everything I said. But they're still going to go ahead with the hearing anyway. So I don't know why they're doing it. I get nervous when I say here D.C. for reasons that I guess we can now talk about because the Sussman case kind of illustrates that. I mean, he was, I don't think anyone would really disagree that he was clearly guilty. Uh, that really wasn't even much of a defense and he was found not guilty because DC is 98% Democrat, and 2% Republican, but it's not just 98% Democrat It's filled up with people that have, went off the edge on Trump mania. And the Bar Association is exceedingly liberal. They often fight with conservative presidents of conservative nominees to the court that for some reason, even though they've gone to the best law schools and have excellent records, they, they deem to be unqualified. So I do worry about the fact that I, I will not get a fair hearing. But if I do get a fair hearing, there's not a single thing I said that wasn't supported by facts. And that's what you need. The standard in court is uh, you're allowed to allege things for which you have a re reasonable basis for believing them. You don't have to absolutely believe them. You have to have a reasonable basis for it. And I actually believe it, not just reasonable basis, so. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it clearly is political. It's not. Well, it's political, Rudy, but I also see a timing uh, component to this, potentially. Uh, we've got the TV presentation of the January 6th committee. They delayed today to tomorrow, by the way, an update on today's hearing. Uh, and uh, this allegation uh, from the disciplinary council in D.C., timed it while this is going on uh, because no, the, the, this just reeks of political timing and to your point and we've discussed this on air many times uh it, you know the idea is to go in and test the evidence of which affidavits are a part which you were not allowed to do and as you said this is the one case you argued uh, it, it just I, I don't believe in coincidence when it comes to a group of Democrats that are engaging in political persecution using the legal system. No, there's no question that they, that it, it's uh, timed to try to revive as much as they can before the 22 election in which they seem to be in terrible trouble. And that's the, that's the reason for the circus that's going on with January 6th in which, um, my goodness, I, I don't ever remember congressional hearings being on at prime time, but certainly not on every single network. 
and there's no information being produced. It's all the same information. It's their uh, exaggerated interpretation of it that it's insurrection. It's the more reasonable interpretation that it was a protest that got out of hand because you, you do not carry out a protest without bringing a weapon. So the whole idea that they were planning a form of coup or insurrection, and these people, I assume many of whom belong to the NRA, for example, didn't bring guns. I suggest that whatever happened got out of hand because they weren't attempting to do anything terribly violent. You know, does uh, and we've what well, we've got about two minutes left here, guys. Uh, so I'll watch my time. Uh, but Rudy, yeah, tie these two together, or do these two tie together in the form of a question, my friend? Uh, New York went after your law license; they lost eventually, uh, and DC now goes after it. If you even get a modicum of a fair representation or hearing, uh, doesn't this turn out like the New York case? Uh, all shouting, no substance? Well, uh, New York has me suspended, but they've never actually decided. I've been on suspension for a year and a half, if not two, on the absurd theory that I'm a danger. They uh, suspended me because they said that my statements about the election create you know, danger. Well, this is really strange, David, because a judge in the District of Columbia has dismissed me from that from a case from that case. I was sued by uh, by the committee and by a group of other people in the District of Columbia, and I was sued for uh, inciting basically inciting the riot. And the judge two months ago, and I, sh- I should emphasize because. Nowadays, unfortunately, it's relevant. An Obama judge declared that there was no evidence against me or against uh, Donald Jr. He did retain the case, at least until a motion for summary judgment on President Trump. So he specifically went out of way to point out that whatever I did, you might not like it, but it wasn't incendiary, it wasn't inciting, and he dropped the case. Uh, But still... The bar continues the suspension. Now, the New York bar is notoriously liberal. Uh, only recently have they ever found any conservative justice to be qualified, many of whom are graduates of Harvard Law School. So uh, I, don't know, I don't know what they're doing. They're certainly playing politics with it. And it's given, given the things that lawyers do, stealing money and and they pay a fine, they are actually doing something that is extraordinarily damaging to the legal profession because of their political zealotry. Yeah, I've got to pause it there, Rudy, and uh, actually a good way to end it on that word, zealotry, political zealotry, those two words. Thank you, my friend. You know how it works with the clock. I'll talk to you soon. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East on Sirius XM Patriot 125.